Hello, all you Lasso fans. This is Craig with Peanut Butter and Biscuits. I'm here solo today because I was given the wonderful opportunity by Apple TV Plus to talk to one of the cast members of Shrinking, which will be debuting on Apple TV Plus on January 27th. I had a chance to talk to Luke Tenney today, and it was such a great conversation. Honestly, somebody that really loves Ted Lasso, uh, like I do, this is such a, uh, it's not a similar show, but it's a show that pairs so well with the types of discussions that Lasso begins to have around things like therapy and mental health. And so, first of all, I, I highly recommend it to anybody out there that loves Ted Lasso. And if you're listening to this show, of course, you love Ted Lasso. In fact, you may recognize some of the writers of this show. Uh, Mr. Brett Goldstein is one of the writers. Also, Mr. Bill Lawrence. And then, of course, Jason Siegel, uh, who also stars in this show, is one of the writers as well. And I can't necessarily go into an in-depth review here because I have been able to see the first few episodes of it. But my initial reactions, I will just say that I thoroughly enjoyed this show and I think that it digs a little bit deeper than Lasso as far as the mental health aspects uh, go and I think that that's a great thing. It, like I said, it pairs really well with Ted Lasso. It's done in a completely different way but at the same time they're at least in the same family or in the same ballpark. And I think that you would get a lot out of this if you had the opportunity to check this out. So I can't say enough good things about this conversation you're going to hear with Luke. He plays a character named Sean in the show. And Sean is one of the patients that is meeting with a therapist throughout the series. And again, I don't want to go too in depth with this, uh, but it is remarkable the character that he plays because there is so much hard and soft at the same time. And I get to talk to him a little bit about that today, the inspiration that he used to be able to come up with this character. I really enjoyed this conversation. I, at the end of it, even, I was just telling him how much of an inspiration he is. I think you're going to get a lot out of this conversation that I was able to have. And of course, I'm grateful to Apple TV Plus for allowing me the opportunity to talk to Luke today all about his character. And this amazing ensemble ensemble that is gathered for this original Apple TV series, including the likes of Jason Siegel, as I mentioned before, but also Harrison Ford and Jessica Williams. And this ensemble just really gels together in a way that means that from the first episode, you can kind of tell that you're dropped into this world and it becomes very realistic. It envelops you, it pulls on your emotions, and it just works. So I want to make sure that I get right to the interview and then I'll meet you on the latter half uh, after the interview just to chat a little bit about what might be upcoming for the show here. So without further ado, here is my interview with Luke. Luke, it's so great to get a chance to talk to you today. It's I feel a wonderful the same way. show. I'm glad to be yeah. here. It's just such a wonderful show that you are bringing to us. And my first question that I always really enjoy asking is, I want to hear what your superhero origin story is. I want to know kind of what brought you to today and talking on a Zoom screen to a bunch of journalists about this amazing show that you're a part of. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, I, I got into acting when I was in high school because uh, my dad was like, hey, you know, you speak well, you should see if that's anything you can. I just didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So he was like, there's talking in that, just being that, 
and let's see how that goes. I didn't really enjoy my first year doing it, but he was like, um, you know, I hear you're doing well from the teacher, but I, I essentially just forgot to change my elective. And then we got into like intensive acting the next year and the teacher was extra dramatic. And so she commanded such respect and really pushed everyone in the class to take it seriously. And she's the first person who really was like, hey, I think you can do this for a job. I was like, for real? She was like, yeah. I was like, for real, for real? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pursued it with her help with uh, Christina Wright Ballard. That's her name. Shout out. And she um, she really helped me figure out that this was what I wanted to do. So I went to college, studied Shakespeare, Greeks, a lot of the other classics, Ibsen, Chekhov. And after that, I've just been working professionally and it's been going pretty well. So I'm very grateful. Wow, that's really incredible. And you know, I'm a, a kind of a not a newish dad, but I have a seven year old. So congratulations. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do that thing where you kind of motivate and you know, he's trying out a whole bunch of different things. And so it's great to hear that you have such positive uh, parental influence in sort of your career path, which is just really, really cool. Yeah, it's dope. A lot of people have parents who don't believe in them. Mine believed in me an unhealthy amount. I used to have to say, <laughs> Okay, let's let's dial it back here. The whole, hey, you're gonna have to quit that day job soon. I'm like, I haven't showed up to work. He was right about that though. I did quit that day job before I went to work. He he was 100% right. So That's great. I'm very fortunate. I got people who believe in me. Yeah, well, I really want to jump into the show. You know, I had the opportunity yeah. to see several of the episodes, and of course, it's called Shrinking, but I love the emphasis on mental health. And I'm wondering if you could step out of your character of Sean for a second and just tell me what is it that in your personal life you do to kind of keep a focus or try to really um, look at aspects of your own mental health? Family. The people who know you first, you know, and a lot of people don't have good relationships with their family, but I got a good one with mine. So I'm not about to squander it. We talk every day. Um, we got a little WhatsApp group chat. And we send him memes and voice notes, which is great because you might not be able to get to them every once in a while. Ask challenging questions, send challenging encouragements. But um, more than that, I think actual therapy is extremely beneficial. So, um, you know, family's great, but they're not professionals who've trained. So I think shrinking is doing a great job at demystifying what it means to take your mental health seriously with an actual doctor. So. I'm grateful to be a part of something where the message is so positive. You're an inspiration to go back and like reconnect with families here. Your first two answers have been so focused on uh, what's important in your life and that family uh, revolving around your life. It's just a uh, really cool that you have such a good relationship with your family. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful for it. And it, it wasn't like that always. There was a time where we were splintered, but we fought through it. And again, I'm not even trying, I promise, but that's shrinking as well. It's not about, um, you know, grief looks a lot like a montage in a lot of different media. Shrinking's like, let's get into the nitty gritty. What does this awkward Thursday look like when you're grieving as opposed to beginning, middle, end? We see the whole thing and it ain't always pretty. 
And speaking of seeing the whole thing, you don't only get someone like your character who is a patient, but you also get to see the shrinks. You also get to see the mental health professionals having to deal with this grief and these challenges on their own too, which I think just sort of opens it up. Like you said, demystifies this profession where I think sometimes you're scared to go to a therapist because you kind of put them on a pedestal, but they're humans too, right? I agree. And the show does that very well with with writers like Bill and Jason and Brett. Um, they've got a history of making nuanced characters with interesting perspectives, unique points of view that still seem human, like you could see them somewhere and it would work um, for them to be a real human being. And in Ted Lasso, you see a lot of that. But I think what makes that show so warm is the fact that a lot of these characters are struggling to find why they're unhappy because everything that they have tells them they should be happy. Mm -hmm. Whereas with shrinking, they have every reason not to be happy. And the goal isn't happiness, it's healthiness. You know, what does it mean to chase mental health and be somebody who's, who's got it together enough to be a light to the people around you. Wow, that's incredible. And you know, I have a lot of questions about Sean, the character that you play, but mm -hmm. because you brought up Ted Lasso, I should mention that in addition to uh, these interviews with NPR Illinois, I also do a Ted Lasso podcast as well. So do you? really deep into that. I love Ted Lasso so much. So I have to ask about being able to work with Bill and being able to work with Brett and sort of how uh, them coming off of Ted Lasso, if there was any influence you think from that when they start writing shrinking. I, I would think so. I feel like there's, at least for me as a writer, I'm, and I'm a, I'm a baby writer. I feel like everything's connected. Like a, there's this term I stole from some people I worked with a, a while ago. Sometimes you find genetic material where you may not even be trying to link something from your past into what you're working on now, but the DNA of that is influencing you to create art in a certain way or in a certain vein. And I, I find it hard to believe that there was no inspiration coming over from Lasso, but um, you know, I didn't get to work with them on that show. I, all I did was watch as a fan before I even heard of Shrinking and was obsessed with the show from the gaff seen it so many times. It's hard for me to believe that there's only two seasons. I know, right? I'm like what? It's uh, anyway, I could talk about that show forever, but well, these guys came from that and really cultivated a new environment that seems original, but still you kind of get that. Hmm, this isn't the same family as Lasso. Yeah, that and hey, if you ever want to come on and review an episode, we got you for that. But you know, I think right, um <laughs> I, I will say uh we are gonna put this on that lasso feed as well. So again, I want to get to questions about Sean really quickly. Elevator pitch to those lasso fans out there that are listening to you right now. Why should they watch shrinking? You should watch shrinking because this is a show about people who are climbing up out of the valley. They are doing their best in the midst of pain and grief and it's dirty in there and it's not pretty and it stinks a little, but they all have the goal of being better. And that's something I love so much about Sean. That's something we share in common. Like mm -hmm. Sean wants to improve. And that's something I'm obsessed with. I like progress. I like improvement. I don't care about perfection. I just want er. Let's get better, faster, stronger. You know, I don't need strongest, greatest. Better will work for me. And um Sean may not have that specific mentality, but it's close enough. 
and I can respect that in him. And I admire that he wants to improve. That's so amazing. And, you know, we find out quickly in the in the series that Sean's working through some anger issues here when he's working with Jimmy, who's, of course, played by Jason Siegel. I'm wondering how you get yourself in your own headspace to be able to play this character. How did you approach that on set? I just drew from from people close to me. And I know that when I was much younger, my older brother, it was very, very important to him to protect me and to protect himself and to protect our family. And he just, he developed this sort of rough exterior. Dude's a teddy bear, okay? <laughs> Everybody loves this dude, life of the party. We are on the street, you would not be able to tell. He has this intensity to him. And that's what I, I stole from, as though Sean uh, didn't have any other option. Like he forgot what warmth was and that now this intensity is the only character he has access to. And Jimmy is trying to crack through that facade bit by bit, joke by joke, giggle by giggle to try to kind of get Sean to open up and loosen up so they can reach that warmth that Sean may be forgetting is in there. That's just fantastic. And I love, again, that you're drawing on that inspiration of your family to be able to yeah, use yeah. that as part of your character, because it's clear, I mean, in the 10 minutes that I've known you now that you are so um, enveloped in your family, which is just a, a really cool thing to bring along to set. I should mention this show, of course, has uh, such an amazing ensemble, Jessica Williams, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. I mean, uh, it goes on and on. So talk to me a bit about your ensemble. I'm just glad I got to meet the people I got to meet. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you hear the names that you just said? I mean, I'm just so, I'm like, who, me? I get to work with these people? So <laughs> as an actor, I'm just like, okay, well, act like you've been somewhere, okay? Act like you know what you're doing. Because I don't know what's going on. It's make-believe. So I'm just going to make-believe. I'm all right. I'm cool, you know? Hi, nice to meet you. I'm a professional. Inside. <laughs> like, dude. So it's been awesome. And it's been funny. These people are funny for free. They're funny between action and cut. And then they're making me laugh in the cast tent and in the trailers. And it's just, it's so great to be around such warm people who want to make good art. Like we are all here for the same purpose. Let's make this show as good as we can. And it is working. That's fantastic. Any particular moment on set that you'll remember that you want to give us a little behind the scenes on from season one? There's so many. How do I pick? Uh, <laughs> okay, I shared this one a, a little earlier, but it's it's too good. So the first day I met Harrison, we were sitting in the cast chairs and Jason was there and Harrison was there and Jason asked Harrison, he was like, so it's got to be pretty cool being a pilot, huh? Harrison. Yeah, and then Jason, hey, like, that's pretty cool. You can just kind of go wherever you want, whenever you want. He's like, yeah, it's pretty much how it works. And then I was like, why are you saying that like it's not awesome? <laughs> I was like, Harrison, you a gangster, yo. That's really G. And he goes, G, huh? I was like, yeah. He goes, OG. I said, well, excuse me. He said, oh, I said, gangster. He said, original gangster. I said, yes, sir. All right. It was legendary. I will never forget it as long as I live. It was a good, good time. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Now, my time's coming to an end with you, and it, it's just incredible. I love watching your character, Sean, through this, and I definitely recommend shrinking to everybody out there. But, you know, you're doing a lot of these interviews today. You're sitting in that chair for a long time, and I want to know, the last question I always like to ask is, is there a message or a story that you're never asked about, but you want to share? So I kind of want to just give you an open forum for my last question. Is there something you wanted to share with our audience that that you haven't had a chance to yet today. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Yeah, um, for sure. Hey, uh, thanks for giving me this platform. I just want to take this time to say, hey, y'all, as cliche as it may sound, as cliche as it may sound, uh, if you're kind on purpose, it's, it's harder to be mean on accident. Mm. So this sort of like, non-specific indifference of going through your day, I don't think will cut it. I think getting up, putting on your clothes and putting on intentional kindness, I think will influence the, the people around you, people you love, be specific with your words. If you're going to compliment someone, be specific, you know, this general stuff I think can, can make people doubt the authenticity of what you're saying. Um, I just, if we're kind on purpose, it's much harder to be mean or angry on accident. So I just want to share that it's something that's really been helping me the past couple of years, be that's good so on purpose. No. That's so amazing. You know, Luke, there are people you meet that are just a true inspiration. And in this last 15 minutes, uh, I'll be replaying it quite a bit because <laughs> you have some amazing messages in here. So thank you for your work. Thank you for all the art and creativity that you put out in the world. It really helps enrich all of us. So uh, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you. It's been great speaking with you. And thank you for your encouragement. It's not lost on me. Again, I would recommend that people play that back because there are so many little tidbits in there. And I'm actually really looking forward to editing this interview because like, there's so much that he talks about, uh, about family and about his own uh, personal self and how he was able to fit into this role of Sean and using his brother for inspiration. And then to wrap it all up in kindness and making sure that you deliberately choose kindness, uh, to have that as a closing message. I, I don't think that there's a lasso fan out there that wouldn't agree with what Luke was saying towards the end there. So I do hope that you go back and listen to it because it was just great. I, I mentioned this at the end of the interview, but there are people that you get a chance to meet at the exact right time. And this was the time that I needed to have a chat with Luke. And so I'm really grateful that we were able to have this opportunity today. And uh, really grateful that you all get to go out and see Shrinking on January 27th. I know you have an Apple TV Plus subscription, so get out there and use it once it's available on January 27th. I don't believe you're going to be disappointed, especially because you're a fan of Ted Lasso and of Peanut Butter and Biscuits. Speaking of peanut butter and biscuits, my at, at time of recording, my co-host is off in Florida having a great time uh, on a vacation. 
And so we will be getting together in the relatively near future to start recording some episodes. I also suspect that we will learn uh, very shortly what some information is about season three of Ted Lasso. Uh, and I'm hoping that we get that information soon. Of course, we will run to our microphones once we have that. And then that's really when we will start back up in earnest, really talking about the show, hopefully uh, allowing to get some cast members on for the show and to get you really excited for season three of Ted Lasso. It's wild to me that last year was an entire year that did not feature any Ted Lasso in our lives. And so it's great that 2023 is going to give us season three of Ted Lasso. So that's our plan is to sort of hang back here until we know when the announcements are coming. And then of course, as the news breaks, we will talk about it and discuss it and then hopefully get some others on to talk about it and discuss it as well in the lead up to season three, which of course we will do our episode breakdowns just like we did for season one and season two. I was joking with Jeremy the other day. It's like, we're going to have to go back and listen to some of our own episodes just to remember the format because it's been so long since we had a chance to do this. But just thank you for all the support out there. You know, on a personal note, uh, I talk about running and I talk about the marathon I was training for, for, uh, forever. It seems like, and that just recently happened. I have now officially, uh, completed a marathon and it's something that I never thought that I would be able to do physically and certainly not something that I thought I would be able to do mentally either, because I had this roadblock that, you know, I, I ran a half marathon and then I never thought that I was good enough to, uh, to do the full marathon. And it turns out I am good enough. And so are you. And so are your hopes and your goals. And so as we are still in January here and we're starting to think about the year ahead and what's going to be the challenges that face us and also uh, the really fun times that we're going to have. I just want you to know that you are good enough and you can go out there and set those goals and do those things that you want to do. And you do have the support. You know, I, I found support from so many different people. It was absolutely remarkable and incredible. And it, it was just great. It felt so good crossing that finish line. And so I hope you're able to have a similar experience as I had this past year, getting trained for that, uh, whether that's a marathon, whether that's some other kind of uh, thing that's going on at your job or with your family or in your personal life. I hope that you just set that goal and you strive to meet it. But that's, I think, all that I have to tell you right now uh, of certainly as soon as we get some news on season three, Jeremy and I will come running back to the microphones to talk to you all about that. But for now, continue to follow along with us on Facebook at Peanut Butter and Biscuits. We do try to keep that up to date and we try to talk uh, amongst everybody in there. It's a really positive and fun group to be a part of. And then also make sure to follow us on Twitter, PBBFRN. And then I am trying to be better at Instagram, guys. I really am trying to be better. And so you can follow us at Peanut Butter Biscuit Time uh, on Instagram as well. So thank you so much again for all the support. Thank you for continuing to listen and we'll talk to you real soon. So uh, for Peanut Butter and Biscuits, I'm Craig McFarland. And as always, be a goldfish.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Front Row Network, a proud Community Voices member of National Public Radio Illinois. For more from the Front Row Network, including our articles or our other dozens of shows, visit thefrontrownetwork.com or nprillinois.org slash programs slash network. You can also find us on social media by searching for the Front Row Network on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Front Row Reviews with a Z.